Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll hit raw, hit the, just kind of like, you know, hit it open with some, talk about the bad, the good. And then we can do right to SmackDown. Then we can talk about what we have so far that's confirmed for Elemis Shiver and call it a day. And go kill some people. Sounds good. Yeah. Welcome. Let's step into the ring. I'm one of your co-hosts, Cole Anger, along with my good friend, my co-host, Bryce Meverden. Hello. Another day. Some good stuff getting pushed out today on number three. We're a little late on our Raw recap this week, but we are going to hit on that. We might get you guys another episode, either about Illumination Chamber, possibly about NXT AEW in a couple days as well. But we just want to wish... Our the guy who really started kind of kicked off gave us a good name for this podcast. Mike Rodriguez, who's supposed to be here, supposed to be sitting next to us, but still is just skipping on us. It's it's just unfair. It's like when Biggie left the new day; he's just gone. Oof, rough days. But we're not talking about Biggie just yet. We might talk about the new day though. But let's start off with recapping some raw stuff and we decided that we're going to break it into two parts the good stuff that happened and then the bad stuff that happened and we're going to do obviously what everyone's more interested in what was bad what did raw have that wasn't good and i'm supposed to go first on this and i'm not gonna lie we we ended up watching this a few days ago but i think what's bad for me is how like how late they're trying to have Alexa Bliss bring the fiend back with like this ritual cuz like at a certain point Alexa Bliss is like he's gone he's never coming back. I feel like we should have got something where Alexa Bliss was trying different things and different ways to bring him back and then eventually the the blood with the in the star of the circle, like a demonic ritual should have been kind of like the last resort, not the first thing that Bliss tries. Yeah, that's a very good point. And we were like, gosh, this has been what, since TLC's got burnt alive? And I remember I said Royal Rumble. It makes sense for The Fiend to come and strike Randy Orton or whatever it costs him that match at the end. Because I figured Randy might be one of the last ones. The Fiend's not in it, but he just attacks him. Well, then, like you said... Alexa Bliss is like messing with Randy after Randy RKO's her. And then now we get this ritual of bringing him back to life or aversion or whatever. So that's that's tough. Like her character's cool. Like I'm glad that they're finally like doing something, but that's like you said, that should be more like we should have tried a couple other things first, maybe. I don't know what I I don't know if the WWE race have a hard time saying like how to bring back the fiend like cripes. You brought back everyone else many times with worse ideas, so let's have at it. It's it just feels like the WWE's lack of long term planning, yeah. I feel like it is one thing that all fans just hate, and I don't understand why they don't attempt to mend this, mainly for like their own sake. They're like, oh, the fans love this when we do it. Even even though it says they, on a survey, that they don't, they do. Like, I don't get it. I don't really get it at all. What else did you not like? 
Well, one thing I think now, though, the reason why they're pushing that for the Fiend, sorry, is it's going to be Randy Orton versus the Fiend at WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean that seems quite telegraphed at this point. Right. Just, Unfortunately, they don't, they don't flip and know either, though. Oh God, no. They, I, from what I've read, there's a potential of four matches that are on the table. One that they're set in. And then they've no clue of the winners of any of them. Which, like, I don't really mind them not having the winners of WrestleMania just kind of set in stone yet. Just because you can see how people's momentums, how the fans kind of react to them yet. But for the most part, like, I would I would at least want... I don't think they... Like, they have four matches at Mania, potentially. No matches at Fastlane ready. Okay. Next bad news. Lacey Evans being... Like, good for her being pregnant, storyline purposes. Yeah, congratulations. Bad, bad for storylines, great news for her. Yes, like Cole said, congrats. Happy. I enjoy her probably more than anyone else in this household as a gimmick and everything. I thought this was the best idea to give her the, actually the title, and then you could add her and Flair fight over it at WrestleMania. But unfortunately, she actually, I think it's legit. Yeah, legit. pretty sure it's legit, legit. So, if that's the case... Kudos. Bad thing is now for WWE. What do we do with Oscar? Because we sure the hell haven't figured that out in seven months. Now we figure something out. They're like, holy creeps. We got this whole Ric Flair, Charlotte Flair issue. Lacey Evans. Sweet. This would work. Shit. Yeah, I feel bad for Oscar. The lack of like planned storyline. Horrendous. Is like okay. So 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 we had a storyline going. With, we could potentially got Bliss versus Oscar. Yeet because Oscar's. Really feuding with Randy at this point since the feed is not around. Bliss. Bliss, Bliss, Bliss. is feuding with Randy. Yeah, Bliss is feuding, excuse me if I said something weird. Oscar. And then we, uh, you said Lacey and Charlotte, and Oscar's just sitting there doing the thumb thing where you just rotate your thumbs around where your other hands are. Your You're just waiting for someone to call on you. Yeah. Like, okay, so I, at this point, it's like to me that we have to have a Charlotte turn and versus Oscar or an Oscar turn on Charlotte. To get us through this, because I don't really see another option at this point. At least for fasting, it's like there's only one way that they can fix this. Not not for now, but for continuing. And you know who that is? Yeah, it's Rhea getting brought up to Raw, which at this point makes the most sense out of anything. You then is Rhea versus Charlotte at Mania it was a really good match, and I think just Rhea chasing Charlotte for the title is good for her. Will WWE's do this? No. Oh, probably Absolutely. not. We're probably not going to see Rhea until Money in the Bank, which if you're going to bring somebody back and she's not going to be used to Money in the Bank, I guess that's yeah, but best case. Yeah, that good of a star. She needs to be at WrestleMania. You have your four horsewomen and then there's Rhea. You can almost call her the fifth. I don't know if I go I that far. I could call her that. She's that star power. I, th- I mean, Oscar to me is higher than her no, right I don't now. Think so. Yeah. No. no. Not at all. Now you talked. We talked a little bit about pre-show Matt Riddle and Lucha House Party just not really mattering for you. I, it just seems blah. I don't know what their their direction is with the hurt business anymore. One minute it's like we're gonna break up. Now it's like they got along. I don't know like what's and the problem is too is we don't have no real contenders for them for their tag team titles. Now we get the whole Matt Riddle for Bobby Lashley. I get that. But the also bad news is they're saying, oh, Keith Lee is possibly not medically cleared. That's yeah. also the bad because was well, there like a legit reason? Is it COVID? Is it something else? Did he come in contact with somebody? 
does he actually have an injury that he accidentally got had a bump and it cost an injury? We don't know. Because all of a sudden maybe a triple threat this Sunday or might get a singles. And then that's when I don't see Bobby losing the title at all then. I think the Mad Riddle Lucha House Party thing, like, I think the I think I liked it more than in what it could have been, and what it probably could have been just for pure storyline purposes would have just been MVP versus Riddle, where MVP loses to Riddle then, and then Bobby comes and attacked him. But I like Lucha House Party in there just because it's six man take matches are fun, yeah. and Lucha House Party's fun. They're fun to do. I wouldn't I wouldn't call this. I think blah is actually a really good word for it because it just, uh, it doesn't it doesn't really do a whole lot. It it, it progressed a little bit of the Matt Riddle Matt Bobby Riddle, the, the little like But we haven't it's not like Matt Riddle's gotten the better of Bobby Lashley at all. Oh god no Bob, Bobby, It's all, it's it's, it's it's one-sided. So like okay, now if this happens and Bobby takes out Lucha House Party first and then Riddle would have got the upper hand on Bobby for once. Wow. Would have been big difference. It makes a lot more of a lasting impact. Yeah. So I think that's just a little lackluster there with that. And I'm fine with them making Bobby so so dominant. But the issue with the whole Keith Lee that we don't know about is this actually like a mystery because either I haven't heard anything about it being confirmed with all three of them yet. I mean the match was confirmed. Yeah, the I match think is confirmed, but I think for sure we're gonna get Riddle versus Lashley. They've lost they already lost a match on the card. I can't see them just totally scrapping another. Oh, no. oh well, don't push it past them, but well, I mean they shouldn't because I mean if their whole if their whole goal is to for Bobby to get into the main title picture and Keith Lee and Riddle to do this and also have you seen the some of the stuff Bobby's been posting on Twitter as of late either? No, he's been posting things about Keith Lee and joining the Hurt Business, which to me is super interesting because that's a heel turn that we haven't seen from Keith Lee yet in his NXT days. I've only seen him as like a face. Yeah. I don't know if I really want to see him as a heel. I think if if they're doing it with long term booking in mind, which that's, like that's I'm already show. talking about stuff that doesn't even matter because they won't. If Bobby goes takes the title from Drew, Keith Lee then say say then he beats Matt Riddle for the United States at Mania. They have all titles in the faction. Titles all in the faction. Eventually, Keith Lee loses the United States to, um, what's, what's fun? What's a fun name right now that we could toss Priest. out there? Yeah, loses it to Priest. That's a really good one. Keith Lee then turns on the Hurt Business, lines himself with... Or Keith Lee goes in right now as a member, quotation marks, but realistically is there to tear it down. Yeah. I mean, it takes the title, even the United States from him. I think something progressing the storyline in that would be good. Bobby Lashley just going after Riddle day in and day out, it's kind of gotten a little long in the tooth. So, I mean, I like Matt Riddle, but he's like a goofy guy who's always high as shit. Yeah, but the thing is, like in NXT, remember the fight pit match yeah. leading into that? Matt Riddle got a lot more serious. It was good, Matt Riddle. He had a little mean streak in yeah, him, yeah, little UFC had that fighter. At all yet. We need to. See, we should see that. We deserve to see that. We middle should, too. but all we're gonna get is the <laughs> which like done smoking weed. To be fair, like everybody likes the character. Yeah, it's a cool one, but we need to, when it gets matters of serious. Like when he actually, like you said, when the fight pits up, he got serious. Like there, you need that extra little Ooh, bit to it. Keith Lee doesn't show up. Bobby Lashley said he would like to do a fight pit match. Matt Riddle, Bobby Lashley fight pit. 
Yeah, Bobby Lashley. That real die. <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to see if you'd like to see it. I'm kind of, oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so. I, would, I would like to <laughs> Matt see Riddle. It. But he's, he's probably going to die. Well. The way, the way they're portraying Bobby, he would die. I, I think the trouble threat. Like, could you put Priest into that for Keith Lee to potentially get that title? Or I think that hurt, might that's hurt Omar because, like, one of the confirmed matches is Bad Bunny in a tag team match right now. Which one? Bad Mania. See, here's my next bad. What they're doing with Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. I hate it to a point. Yeah, it's cool. He's a music singer. This and I guess for their whole ratings on Raw. That's why he's there. But use Priest more than the stupid Miz gimmick. I like Miz if they would portray him to be more serious. Like he has been before. Like he was on this episode? Like, Yes. That that's the part dude, but I'm saying like oh, I don't like and I'm saying this is the bad is I'm afraid how good things from NXT come up and Vince goes, Let's put him like as a sideshow and watch the freaking circuits go blow up. One good thing that I've heard out of this and I don't I like I think what they're doing with bad bounty is is fairly clever. Yeah, I'm not saying because it's wrong, but I want priest to be yeah, like Yeah, your your bad for this is priest's usage so far. Yes. Okay. So, I think when, like, Priest is, I don't really know. Like, I never, I don't really have a problem with the way they've used Priest so far. And maybe it's because, like, all the reports are, like, everybody's super impressed with him and Priest right now. He's 38. Push him. So, like, they're doing, they, they have, like, you said, 38. He's potentially got five years left in WWE to be, like, really used. So, I like replacing him into the United States picture, but you probably want Miz and Morrison versus Priest and Bad Bunny at Mania, which, like, for Priest, that's awesome that you're dealing with Bad Bunny because you are going to be made to look dominant as all get-out because you're going to be in the match so much going against two guys who have been at the top of the pyramid. I don't know. I just I want them to not use... As a circus, kind of a clown. Hey, I'm just saying, I feels like... I'm just saying, because I have a feeling, how WWE's done this before, they make a damn circus out of something like this, and then you watch the circus blow up, and the guy goes to waste. I will say, that that essentially is like the revival story right there. If you look at some of the stuff that they were projected to wear if they would have stayed with WD, they were literally like little Irishman clown thingies, so... Yeah, it just... I mean, it's cool and all. Like, I love Priest, and that's maybe, you know, because I'm biased towards him. I just want to see him be used more how I saw him in NXT. He did a good heel. Wouldn't mind that. I like his kind of as more of a face, though, because he had that kind of playboy energy. I think that's what really, like, can kind of, like, if they kind of use that a little bit more. Like, who was it? It was Bad Bunny talking with Mandy Rose, and then Priest came, and, like, that's just so perfect. Eventually, like, those four could have a fun interaction at some point. But let's get on to some, like, good, unless you have more bad that you want to talk about. No, because I'll say there's some other bad that kind of ties in from this to SmackDown. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. So I'm going to talk about, we talked about this a little bit, the seriousness of The Miz. Like, that was something that we needed because right now the Money in the Bank briefcase has just been an afterthought joke or, like, the two things that really come to my mind. And The Miz was supposed to not have that beef, per se, but it, it was 
all comedy. 100% comedy. And we finally got seriousness, like, and we might have something happen here. But it feels like it's a little, little too late. Wow, I guess this turned into a bad with the Money in the Bank briefcase segment for me. Yeah, it's just, it's too little, too late for me. Because now his only chance to use the Money in the Bank briefcase, in my mind, is from the Monday night Raw after WrestleMania to the Monday or the Friday night SmackDown at Money in the Bank. I mean, I mean, they sure they can they can you're smiling at me because you're like, oh no, they're gonna do it at somewhere between fast lanes, but uh, I I don't I don't think that makes from, sense from Sunday to WrestleMania. Miz will either. It will be cashed in. Yeah, that's it's just stupid. It doesn't make sense to me. I guess at WrestleMania, I'd be okay with too, but like, it, yeah, that's. I mean, I'm just saying, I just don't see it happening after WrestleMania. I think it has to happen before or at WrestleMania. And I agree. I wish they would do this, and I wish they would let him win it. I would like him to win it as a heel. If he's serious the way he can be, I enjoy the Miz. Because he's got that coward heel to him. And let's be honest, Drew's had it and we haven't really had anyone else. It's just wild. And I think you got to make the money in bank relevant. It, this whole last year with everything, I get it. There's not no fans and everything. But that money in bank's been useless. Okay, let's talk about this. Because this is kind of where my mind's just going with stupid stuff. Going on in that. What two people right now, one man and one woman... Would you like to see get the Money in the Bank briefcase? For this coming year? Yeah, for after WrestleMania. Oh, shiz, I don't know. Because I think... That's a, that's a tough one to instantly just throw that out there. Right yeah, now. yeah, but like, I was we're just... We're near this. We don't know who's going to be in it or nothing. No, 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 we don't. I think that's what kind of makes it interesting to me. <clears throat> Is the first name that kind of <clears throat> pops into my head... Actually, the two names that really do just do pop into my head... Is Bobby Lashley on Raw with the Hurt Business... Like in it or winning it? Winning it. Having the Money in the Bank briefcase. <laughs> and then Bailey on SmackDown. I like the Bailey one. That makes a lot of sense. But you could say Rhea. Heck, Raquel Gonzalez maybe comes up. I don't feel like I Raquel so will. Either, <clears throat> it's just kind of like, like heels. We always talk about being more fun with it and everything. And those are just two heel people to me that really just yeah, but you seem to like take like Damian Priest. Yeah, I could. There's a lot of things, but I'm not really worried about that right now. That's that's another day, another time situation. We're not gonna talk about this till May now, and I'm just gonna be sitting on these thoughts. That's okay. I'll be down. irritated. Write them down. No, they're recorded. Back oh. to the good on Raw. All right, is it my turn to lead? No, no it's you. It's you lead. So we talked about the Miz being serious. The next part I like. Him pulling himself out of Elimination Chamber. I think that was the best choice. When we first heard it, I know me and Cole looked at each other and we're like this. That doesn't make sense to put him in there when he has the money in the bank. It kind of eliminates that threat. Well, now, it adds that threat back in because he's no longer in. I like that they were like, oh, if the Miz, because you know, Morrison was making a this track or whatever against Bad Bunny which which means we knew that Bad Bunny and The Miz and all that stuff's not over <clears throat> so we got that match and I think the good out of this Kofi got in we get to see Kofi back in and that excites people because we saw what happened was it two years ago last year last year last year there you go really was it last year he, he didn't know no it wasn't it was two years ago 
would have been two years. <clears throat> was Coffee Mania two years ago? Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Holy cow. Because it was with fans yeah. when he won it. That's so, Coffee Mania. It doesn't feel that long ago. No, it doesn't. It, but it was so exciting because I remember, like we, we, I know we mentioned maybe in our first podcast, that match with Daniel in there being the elimination Earth guy chamber. and this and that in the Earth Chamber. We're seeing Trouble Paradise. He kicks out of the goats, whatever, knee running thingy. And then you had SOS. And it was it was a great match. And the Kofi, and it built all the way up to WrestleMania. So Kofi coming in this, I think it had, we're going to get a little bit of that Kofi magic in this match. Watch out. I think he's going to get an elimination or two. And someone like him could fall short at the end. He might be one of the last where we see the kind of like almost a similar finish before, but we're not going to get Kofi as obviously for the title that I know of. But if it did, you know what? They're like, we're rerunning that from two years ago. Sure. Sure. I feel bad for Biggie in that scenario. Oh, yeah, because it should have been him getting the push. <laughs> yeah. But it's like Biggie's. We can talk about Biggie. I, but... I just. I just think it was it's good to put Kofi in there. I mean, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have mind if it was Morrison either. Just someone different than the Miz. You know how like we watched this. We watched this on Monday. We're recording this on Friday after mm-hmm. we watched SmackDown. You start talking about something and things just keep run coming back in your head and everything. You keep remembering things. Why in the world isn't Retribution on this card? Not in, like Elimination, but on Raw. <clears throat> like Mustafa Ali is literally feuding over with Kofi right now about what happened last year or two years ago at Elimination Chamber when Kofi potentially took Mustafa Ali's push all the way to Mania. Oh, you mean when Mustafa Ali was actually written down to win that WWE Championship against Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania? Yeah. Oh, weird. <laughs> why Why was it this involved in this storyline at all? I'm be honest. Why didn't, like, Mustafa Ali come out here to take out Kofi, Xavier Woods stops or whatever, and then Kofi beats the Miz, like... I feel like we could have, like, progressed that storyline even more, and now it's just kind of, like... It, like, you can, you, can, you can get it back, you can get the fire back, but there's never going to be as good a moment to kind of put a little gas on the can, fire for that feud. Can we just both agree on this that Retribution just needs to be dissolved and die and I mean like I don't hate them I do they're fine not really alright I mean at least like Slapjack really what are we gonna name the next one Pancakes oh that wasn't really T-Bar at all no but Slapjack Flapjack get it okay yeah, I mean that was pretty obvious pun right there which I appreciate the pun yeah yeah, that's kind of the point their names are horrendous we're not using Davidkovich the way we should be using him. Like my thing. Oh my lord! So, so retribution ends. Mustafa Ali goes what back to being a. Who cares? Well, I think that's things that WWE has. They've to ruined consider. him. I think he's fine with being the leader, but the issue, like, like it's the oh, is it South Park? Well, what did I say always? No, no, it's Family Guy. What did I always say? Every great terrorist organization needs branding and a name. Music and a name. Like, yeah. we had this group that was terrorizing WWE. They got a name. And then we, then we gave them a name and theme music. And we now got, we know who they are. We did good. And then we named their members. Like, we could have, like, not, like, we could have uh, literally just I'm dark sorry. ordered this. One, two... Three, four. Oh my lord! How how? It or it would have been fifteen times better. Like I actually might enjoy them because I'm not looking at T Bar, who's Divakovich that we know of, who was a great person, had great feuds at NXT, 
and I think he is a solo guy or whatever in a different style with his main gimmick would make a great fit to the actual main roster. It would work really well. But no. T-Bar. Then we get Bass. And then we get Shane Thorne. Slapjack. I, I, the, honestly, the one who I feel the worst was for was just kind of me and him. Oh, I mean Reckoning that he doesn't do anything? He like... It, it would have been so easy. So been flipping match, easy. Yeah. Maybe two. Whatever, but still. It would have been so easy for her to be after the Raw Women's Championship and having a feud there. So easy and so obvious a couple months ago. Uh, and now, like, she's she's been getting... She got COVID, whatever, put that on hold. But, like, I just don't... Like, you brought... Literally, she got brought up for absolutely nothing. Mercedes Martinez opted out and ended up getting an NXT Women op- Championship opportunity. Yeah. Me and can't even get on the show. I don't think she wants to leave, though, because of her husband. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. The one positive thing is for all the Retribution members is that their faces are covered, so no one knows who they are. Yeah, you couldn't tell. <laughs> you couldn't tell that T-Bar Jack Komich. Nope. In fairness, he did add, like, 80 pounds of fat. Oh, my Lord, did he ever. <laughs> I wish, I, I'm hoping, though, the reason why is because I liked him so much, and I want him to be back to, like, somewhere else before he's done. Because he could have been at least a mid-card, or not pushed it to the, to the roof with on the brand. I think one thing we can say is that Retribution isn't something that's going to be... It, factions rarely last forever. The one faction that we thought was going to last forever, the UE, just ended up splitting up on NXT, which we might talk about later for you guys. But, yeah. So eventually, this is all gonna lose, and and eventually they'll all turn on Mustafa Ali, which I'm here for. But let's progress to some other good, and I think I like how we went to the like just went yeah, and honestly, like hole. yeah, I mean we're about to go down another rabbit hole. It's bad. Okay, folks, <laughs> what we say is we're trying to say the good and the bad, but somehow we'll talk about the good, and then we end up going down the rabbit hole of bad real fast. Actually. I want to talk to you about Shane and Lana. Shayna beat Lana. You calling that good? No, that it's bad. Horrendous. I didn't want to mention it because it was that bad. And I don't think it's bad. Okay, the match quality wasn't great. Was Lana's horrendous. Lana's not phenomenal in the ring. To She's say the not least. A, no, a, but a blind person could figure that out. But what's what needed to happen is Naomi. Naomi. Wow, Naomi. Naomi. That's a good name for somebody. WD, write that down. Something for their child in the future? Sure, let's do it. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> let's do it. I don't know where that came from. Wow. Naomi and Lana should have kept their momentum going. I agree. That That's what makes the most sense. So I think no longer they're one contenders. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes even worse sense than anything else. And we'll talk about why they're not the number one contenders well, during the SmackDown. Think, I don't know. What's well, I would say they're not. I'm not sure. WWE doesn't have a ranking system. They, they, I wish they kind of did at times. But I'm glad they don't so we can do our power rankings. Yeah, thankfully. I mean, we might do it honest, anyway. If, if WWE did, their, did rankings, I, I don't know if we could all agree on them. Well, like on Raw, power rankings right now for for Drew's championship because that's just how it would kind of go. What what it would be? Sheamus would be one. It would be the would be Sheamus Orton, probably AJ because he's won a majority of his matches recently. We know Riddle wouldn't be even close to it. Jeff Keith, Hardy Keith wouldn't Lee, be even. Keith Lee would be on there. He had a title match on Legends Night. I feel like when's the last time he won a match? 
Oh god, I don't know. Yeah, twenty. Um, <laughs> I, 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 like, who in the world else has like actually won matches besides Orton, Styles, and Sheamus recently? You could just say Braun Strowman just because he's back. Sure, but then who yeah, else? I like, does no one win matches on Raw? Does nobody win matches in WWE? Who knows? It's that's yeah. what I'm starting to wonder. NXT does a good job, and then there's just Vince. <laughs> just Vince. Okay, well, well, yeah, we'll touch on the other one, but I guess we should talk about. Oh, the I mean, I'll I'll let you talk about the quality booking of the gauntlet match. I did not mind Kofi versus AJ right away. AJ did win, and then Drew came out, and he won. And then we went to Jeff Hardy, and I was actually surprised how long they had Jeff Hardy out there against Drew. I thought Jeff Hardy kind of would have been more of a quicker one. And I thought Randy might be a little lengthy. So Jeff put on a good match with Drew. Drew obviously won. And then Randy came out. I'm like, okay. And then we get the whole Alexa Bliss interrupting. Technically more like on the minor stuff. And Randy getting all spooked out and gets counted out. Then by the time he tried to come back in, he just got Claymored out of the ring again. So he's just laying on the ground. And here comes Sheamus. And to me, this is where I think this is really good. Is It only made sense... That Sheamus won this gauntlet. You have, and because me and Cole were talking, and like we agreed, Cole, Drew has to be the number one, two, or six. It yeah. just fits. Yeah. And granted, is that gonna happen? We don't know. But I'm hoping now he's either number one or number two in that match. Sheamus is six. We know that. Good for him. He gotta win straight up. You know, with quotation marks. Even though Drew is exhausted, this and that. But Sheamus now can play that. He beat Drew fair and square, one-on-one. Got the sixth match. And now, regardless of what happens with Lemonship, say Drew somehow still wins. Sheamus can still say he has that one-up. It feels... You can fit this to Fastlane. You can continue on with Sheamus going to Fastlane. And even maybe into WrestleMania with all this. Yeah, I mean, they don't really have a plan for Mania right now from everything I've read. The problem is, though, is if... If you go Sheamus at WrestleMania, Sheamus has to be the one taking it off Drew then. I, I really need Drew to lose this belt. No, it's not like... I don't hate Drew. Like he, he's awesome. It's he's just, had fairly quality feuds for the most part on Raw that I've enjoyed. But yeah, he had that little like two-week break. Like I just, we, I just need someone to take it off him for... I just, honestly, I just, the problem is I don't know what the hell they're going to do afterwards with him. With Drew? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you can really have him feud with anybody. Like, he's got to be in the main event picture. Like, you're talking, like, have we got Drew versus AJ Styles yet? Oh, yeah, TLC. We could reignite that if we wanted to. This Potentially Drew title, right? versus Fiend, yeah, without the title. Okay. Well, the big thing is what we got to understand here, folks, is Braun Storm is back. He says he's going to wreck havoc if he's on the Elimination Chamber. So does Braun Strowman make an appearance on Sunday out of nowhere that they surprise us just for a ratings? Keep an eye out. If you're not watching it, get it. Watch it. Maybe Braun Strowman takes out Jeff Hardy or someone else. Randy Orton gets occupied with the whole Alexa Bliss thing. They insert Braun Strowman in. And this could change it. And this is actually Drew losing early. Is if so. Braun Strowman, to me, is the one. If he gets in this match, he definitely can win it. And continue through WrestleMania. So potentially, right now, the what they're talking about for Braun at Mania is a match with Shane McMahon. 
Oh, well, sure. <laughs> like, I got really no interest in it. No, but it's him going against management. Like, it, It's where their storyline is kind of going right now. Um... Yeah, I don't care for Ooh. it. I would rather I I would rather watch wrestlers who can actually wrestle wrestle. Like Shane McMahon, sure, whatever. Don't really care for it. It's like Goldberg. I don't really enjoy his matches. They're three minutes of spears, jackhammers, and depending on who he's facing, claymores. <laughs> like that's literally it. It's like, oh, I wonder what's about to happen. <laughs> Spear. <Charge and> finisher. <laughs> It's like, so, yeah, so. No, I mean, that's, in my mind, the gauntlet match, I think it was good overall. And I think that kind of sums it up for Raw. I know we kind of, like, jumped on rabbit holes and stuff, and that's just what's going to happen when you get so excited into these talks. Because you start, like you said, Cole, you start remembering things like, wow, this was actually worse than I thought, or this and that. But I think we can just jump ship to SmackDown, I think. Yeah, I think we can. I think- bad. Let's start with the bad. This is where I'm going to tie in Raw and SmackDown, though. We're going to tie in both. And that is the women's tag team. Because here's the next part. And we'll tie NXT into this too. We're going to give you a little NXT preview. What in the hell are we doing with these titles? We got the Dusty Classic. Awesome for NXT. That was sweet. I'm glad. We're going to get the NXT uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai to fight for the titles. Can we not say the NXT Women's Dusty Classic... For the most part, there wasn't a women's tag team match that wasn't enjoyable. All those matches were really good. I think that that's where I just want to start to say that our potential match that we are supposed to see is going to be Shayna and Nia versus Naomi and supposedly. Lana. Supposedly. But here comes here comes the bad, folks. Lana and Naomi supposedly earned a title shot. Okay, cool. Tonight on SmackDown, we got a six-man tag. Or woman tag slash a man with Reginald Banks, DST, Bailey, Jax, and Shayna. For some reason, Reginald is now playing this weird whatever thing and ended up in being the sixth tag. And after the match, we see a thing that gave us our fifth confirmed match at Elimination Chamber. And that is Sasha Banks and the EST. Bianca Blair versus Nia Jax, Shannon Baszler for the women's tag team title. I absolutely hate this. Why? Because, okay, let's say they get Banks the title and Blair. Cool. But what does that do for Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai? Like, at least if Nia Jax, Shannon Baszler had it, it well, fits to get the title to stay on NXT for a while. Naomi, we should have just gave it to Naomi and Nia Jax, put on the kickoff show, because let's be honest, we, none of us would have really cared for that match in the first place. Well, that's not true. It is fun to watch Naomi do some stuff. Lana, I Naomi's, Naomi and Shayna are just are really good in the ring, to be yeah. fair to them. Nia Jax, like, okay, she's she's just bigger, and she's just going to destroy Lana. Lana's like, no offense, she's a TikTok person. Like, let's, She does good with what she's supposed to do. But she's not more of a wrestler like these other women. She has a lot of room to improve, and I just don't know how much time she's... Got left. Uh, I don't, it's more... I don't know how much time she's really to, willing to put into getting better. Yeah, that's fine. Like, for me, like, Liv Morgan taking oh massive Lord. step forwards, also in the women's tag team division. That don't get favored or anything. 
Like, we could have maybe put the Riot Squad. You know, we could have did a triple threat with the Riot Squad, Naomi, Leana, or Lana, and then the women tag team titles with Baszler and Jax. But we want to put Banks and Belair. So this is where I get confused about this because if you think about it, God, we want to keep Belair red hot. We want her to soar into WrestleMania. So what would be better than letting them win the dang titles? Having her beat Bailey at Elimination Chamber of Fastlane. It would have been a better choice for Belair. Not a better choice. It was, it was yeah, there. It was no. set up. Hey, but why won't we just put these titles that we have no Vince has no idea what he wants to do with 99% of the time? That's why I said these titles should just not be on the brand. Because they're absolutely piss poor used. If I was super excited with the whole NXT getting the title possibly. It's going to happen. I wonder if if Triple H is out here being like, I want Raquel and Dakota Kai to get one of the biggest rubs ever. Because that, I mean, it's potentially setting it up. Okay, if you're saying like Banks and Blair? Banks and Blair lose those titles to Raquel and Dakota Kai. That hurts though. That hurts Belair a lot, in my opinion. Depending on who loses, I mean, it's Banks who takes the L. It's Raquel pinning Banks to take that L. And the only way that, I guess, that they're going to take the L in this only city is Blair. And you could even have that where, this is on NXT. Because Blair hits and a like, kiss of death on Banks, then. Blair turns her back on Banks. I mean, you could also idea. have Banks. Banks kind of feels a little more healy right now than Blair does. Where Banks could turn on Belair. Or you could try and have Carmelo progress the storyline again. That's what I'm hoping to. Carmelo kind of comes in, costs him this weekend. It feels so weird that Carmelo's the one that can almost save the women's tag team championships oh right God. now, right? Yeah. The wo- a woman who's not even in it right now yeah. has the opportunity just to kind of like keep yeah. them alive. Granted, just, Banks could turn on Bianca just, too, but... For me, that I don't that doesn't seem like likely get the whole, right like, now. I get the thing, but I rather see it fits better if Raquel just somehow single handedly power bombs Nia Jax. Like that's a lot, but that's going to be the, assisted either way. But it doesn't matter. Imagine the rub of that, and the rub also too. You I think is Shayna Baszler, who was like the most dominant woman in NXT. You're talking about big rubs, yeah. I know Sasha Banks, but. One of the biggest NXT rubs. I, I, you could argue that it is the biggest NXT rub right there. Yeah. So, I just, I'm just not happy that this was the one that was confirmed when we have, like, Cole always says, the, whatever, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke are the blonde models. Golden models. There you go, sure. Um, Riot Squad. Like, give Liv Morgan some love. I mean, I guess we can kind of, is was that bad? Because I honestly didn't think that that segment was bad, that match. Which one? With the Riot Squad no, versus... the titles. Yeah, okay. No, I didn't mean that was bad, like, with their whole match thing. Like, Billy Kay's just Billy Kay ruining their stuff. <laughs> Billy Kay's awesome. It yeah. was so good. Uh, Billy Kay's phenomenal. Costing the Riot Squad everything. Getting super kicked by Tamina because I, nobody wants her. I just want Billy Kay and Peyton Royce to be back as the Iconics. It just feels right and it would fit so well in the tag team that we don't use on the main roster anyways. <laughs> what, it fits so well in the tag teams that we don't use on the main yeah, roster. Right. Never mind. None of NXT. I just, oof. What other bad do you have, Cole? Uh, Big E being carted out on a stretcher. I know, For me, that does nothing. Um, we had a chance to end slash progress. You want me to drop this steel step over the ropes? Because Big E's head's supposedly there? I'll drop it. Whoops, sorry. 
Yeah, terrible. For me, that part was fine. Like, I don't really care that he dropped it on him, but I think it's more like the consequences that they have revolved. Sure, Apollo Crew is turning heel hard is is good. Right. But, but okay, now Biggie's off. Biggie's Biggie's match with Apollo Crews. No matter what on this card is now magically off. Made the single most sense to put on the Elimination Chamber card. Get you six matches on real. I can tell you that Apollo Crews versus Biggie, you don't want that making to WrestleMania because that's not a WrestleMania level match. No, Shinsuke against Biggie would be a better one for WrestleMania. Cesaro, Kevin Daniel. Owens, Daniel, like there are a lot better choices, especially yes, yeah, especially when you're trying to kind of push Biggie over right now still, because he's actually been a pretty good IC. Right, but the, the one that we're gonna have a big concern right now is Apollo. Like, no offense, Apollo. Like, cool and all, but good uh, United, solid United States reign. Getting a little tutelage from Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns. Paul Heyman loves Apollo, but the thing is, if he's gonna get that rub, then he's. I need more rub. I need much more of a rub. the dang tribe. I need much more of a rub. He needs Roman to come out there and single-handedly help him, and that's fine because then, then you finally. Get Biggie pushing towards the big one. Yeah, I. It does nothing. Biggie should have been on this elimination chamber card against Apollo Crews. We should have ended it. For me, this is this is more this honestly. This feud is starting to get more taxing than Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns potentially, because it never got that three thumbs up. This at most has been like a one and a half thumbs up for me. Yeah. Sami Zayn was much more fun versus Biggie than Sammy Apollo Crews. Is just good on the mic. Sami Zayn is flipping phenomenal. Yeah, he, he can spin things. So, and then Nakamura defeating Cruz, like that. How did that help the storyline? They did Well, I think that, that, that actually crazy. yeah that progressed the storyline. So like fine, Sorry, but like what I meant by that, it it hurts Cruz at the same time, but then made him go crazy to hurt Big E, which still hurts his chances to get the title. Also, somehow this is going to strip Big E from the title. Dude, I mean injury. Okay, so we strip him. We strip him. So then fine, put, fine, so fine. So what we do? Shinsuke versus then, Apollo at the elimination chamber. But then, the what? Well, yeah, I mean maybe or uh, why not? I mean honestly, that in an elimination chamber match would have been better than oh, what yeah. we're getting. Trust me, if we would have hurt Biggie, you know, with Gortation Marsh had him injured like three weeks ago, like something like this, and then we'd be like, oh, we need six people to fight for the IC title because Biggie can't compete now because his neck's injured for like a while. Cool. We could have put off a. Dang good elimination chamber instead of doing Romans. Which, in fairness, what they're doing, I think, is quite clever For and Romans? smart. Yeah, it's yeah, it's honestly lot, really perfect. It's a lot better than him being in the chamber. I would have been. I would have hated that. Like that makes no sense for him being this guy. Makes more sense now. Fine. I think the part that I went to liked about Biggie. See, Biggie drops the belt, but then. The only reason for him to drop the belt is to go up and challenge for the big one. But it makes sense till Edge is done. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense until like potentially SummerSlam now. Yeah, because Edge is gonna win. So what? But he's gonna win that, and then he's gonna want his rematch against Apollo Cruz if Apollo Cruz gets it, and not beat Apollo Cruz. How well that can help him? So like, I don't know. Stupid. So I don't remember whose turn is it. Well, technically, mine for another bad. All right, you got another bad, more bad. I think part this is maybe a partial bad for me is. What they did with the Mysterios today. I don't like... Okay, yeah, I, I think that's fair. I get that... I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't know if Otis is, like, gonna tend, technically turn heel now with Chad Gable, which, let's be honest, I hate his character because it's just so poorly used. And he's just 
he's just a big old loser on there. And he, according to how the storylines, but he, you know, he costs, he's hurting Otis more than he's helping him. You know, Otis is learning from him. Well, obviously, technically not really. Now, if this is like a heel turn, though, I think this makes it a little better. But it's very uncertain if this was. It looked like more of it was a pleaser. And for some reason, we're just going to squash Ray because one, it looks like. 300 pound, 330 pound man falls on a 150 pound yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. It, I get that. But it just, and then the match ended like, because Chad Gable ran around and goes, oh, I told you to jump with this. And then we count to five. And we got a limit. We lost because of that. Like, cool. The Mercedes got the win. But it just really, it just, it was a poorly executed match. I needed a hard heel turn if I was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we, got, we got a I soft needed, like, heel chairs, turn. I needed tables. And you had the take some champs who are a heel there. And they're just like, oh. Or like Otis just going nuts and just beating the living crap. You're gonna beat like, the crap out of Dolphin. I'm like, cool. But instead, we got this real soft turn that leaves us wondering if, if this real, real turn. turn. And I, like that, that to me is not good. Yeah, I don't know what this is. And, and the match just wasn't. No, good. I think it, it, was, it was less than two minutes. The match was designed to progress to potentially turn them heel, but didn't tell us if there was turning heel. So we got a short. Not very good match, and then a poorly executed potential heel turn. You still following me? It's because well, WWE isn't. Well, it's it's like this scenario. You know, you're drinking a couple cold ones. Next thing you know, you're all happy. It's not, everything's going good, and you grab a water. You just switch out of nowhere. You're like, what's going on? That's the situation we got here. We're enjoying our times. And I was like, whoop! What was that? What was that? Vince is like, ah, ha, ha, ha. I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> got him! Got him! <laughs> Uh, I bet you don't think this is funny. No, Vince, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't think it was funny. Okay, so my next thumbs yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm ready for this one. Edge's oh, yeah. moment with every single WWE superstar <laughs> backstage. Oh, we needed, we had, we had somewhere between 30 seconds to two minutes of this. Oh, I feel well, like every time before we were coming back from a commercial and going to a commercial. Edge talking to somebody. And we literally didn't need that whatsoever. He he. If he doesn't go on commentary, sure. <laughs> but, but he goes on commentary and then tells us why he would like to face every single superstar. Why all thir- there are 13 people he could potentially be facing. possibilities. Like we've heard that multiple times throughout the night. Like we didn't, we didn't need that. It was pointless. It was useless. It did nothing to progress the chances. It didn't make me think that no, one person is going to have a match any more. It was just to get the fans to hopefully see Edge's face and try to stay tuned each time. Which, did it work? Right. Yeah, I mean, we, we actually watched every single promo that he was involved in. So just yes. in case. So yeah, it did work. Was it because he went... Now, is it still a bad if he doesn't go on commentary? I would say no. Commentary, and it was just like a repeat. Yeah, it, it was literally just everything was redundant. And on the other half on commentary, though, was when Paul Heyman came out with Edge. Out of nowhere. And that, that got more fun. So, like, it really, like, we really didn't need those segments. We could have put that towards literally anything else and been, well, almost anything else. Yeah, not really anything else that was on the card, but something more. All right, one more bad. Oh, good. Ready? Sure. You should know where this is about to go. I mean, I'm I'm assuming, but Seth Rollins. Okay, we might have we might have this bad for a different reason though. Yeah, one music. Why are we using his music that he is a face for 
to do this stupid Embrace the Vision. My goodness. Grow up, Vince. Pick something. They're working on something. No, stop. It's like Roman Reigns was getting new music. You can't just, like, throw music out there like they did with Keith Lee. It was a stupid Messiah one from before. It's a different character, Bryce. What the hell if it is? He's the... literally the same He is the great leader. No, it's not. It's the same that... Look back. Look back on Raw. (laughs) Same I am the leader. No, nope, cool. he was the messiah then. He's the leader okay. now. I'm going to lead us into the future. Yeah. And then he gets hurt. Oh, I'm doing this for the greater good. For the future. Gets knocked out of Survivor Series. Comes back. For the future. Okay, well, congrats. We didn't really change it. Sweet. Sorry. I just really hate this character. I've hated it from the messiah. Like when he was a heel as Triple H's little pony boy. Back in the day as an authority. Awesome. The architect. Awesome. Beastler. Awesome. Kingslayer. Awesome. Messiah. I'd rather get hit in the head with a bottle. Bent. I'll go grab one. I'm kidding. Gosh. It's just... <laughs> I don't like it. There's no direction for it right now. Well, Besides, no, there is. But I don't like the direction. Yeah, well, it's, it sounds that's, like it's going towards That's Cesaro. my bad. Sorry. No, no. Right now, his direction is feuding with the entire SmackDown locker room. Okay, yes. Because he filed a formal complaint against them. Because they disrespected me on my night. Ooh, it's like Roman. Acknowledge me. Say my name. That's what Seth, literally, it's like 2.0 Roman right now. He's like, say my name, guys. I really, I really hate, like, sure, a feud with Seth and Cesaro could be really good and i think that that could be fun but for me the tough part with seth right now is just straight up we have him out here doing a promo no one interrupts him so he just does it by himself he does name drop but he says that he's going after everybody well so it's just him going after everybody eventually he's gonna get ganged up on because right now none of the heels even want to be his friend but he's gonna he has no friends and for something like this to truly work, you always need followers. That's like potentially what really helped Corbin out when he got the Knights. And then obviously Juan gets fired and they're gone. And now, and when Seth was at his best, he had AOP and Buddy by his side when he was the Messiah. Because we were also progressing a storyline. Mm-hmm. He's already ruined that potential chance for getting anybody. Like, so we have a heelish Seth Rollins who is claiming to be a leader... With no followers. With no followers. Everybody hates him and is going after the entire WWE locker room. Why would you join him? There's no reason to join him. There's no even reason for Sami Zayn to go after him when he thinks the entire WWE is out to get him. <laughs> like when you when you can't even find com- – like you can't even become friends with people that have common ground with you, that's an issue. And so that's like a big issue I have with this character right now. Yeah, I just – we really didn't like SmackDown a whole lot this time through. Well, I didn't think it was that great this week. But, I mean, it's going to get ratings. It's on Fox. It's got Roman as head edge. Edge is back. I think it will hit the two. It, it was a little bit of a down week last week. I think they'll That's why Edge is back. back. The only reason why Edge is back this week is because they had down week. Uh, I think Edge is back just really truly and, just because progressing the storyline. It, it's just it's just too perfect. So um, good. Do you have any good? I think the end, very ending of pretty much everyone hitting every dang finisher possible. And then Edge hits kind of like a weak spear on Jay, like cool. 
And then Roman out of nowhere, you didn't see Roman at all. Speared the hell out of Edge. Like, it was a good spear, too. Like, I like that part. This is where I'm saying it's good. It gets you, like, you talk about progression of storyline. Right there, pushing Edge. Like, he got speared by Roman. He got the optimistic person got optimistic and got caught. I think that match was fun. I enjoyed that match. Yeah. It was... But I'm saying the ending... The last... Cool. What was it? That's probably started at 140, 145. An hour and 45. Like 15 minutes left. It was like... We literally went through the entire card, Bryce. And other than Billy Kay's segment... Which to me is hilarious. That Billy Kay's the only other good thing that we can... Yeah, I can really say Bailey. about this. Oh, did you like the Ding Dong Hello segment? I did. Okay. I didn't mind it. Until Reginald came out and ruined it. Like there, there. That was that was gonna be an honorable mention thing. Okay, so so you want to hit some honorable mentions? Cause so so, what did you think about the Carmella? Did Carmella's segment did that work for you too? Then I don't know what they're doing with Reginald, so I'm really confused on that part. I feel like he's about to. He sounds like he's being like Sasha Banks, number one fan, but I don't know like if this is part of the plan. This is how Sasha Banks is gonna lose at Elimination Chamber or whatever. Carmella like still being like a heelish, trying to treat him like poop, like a. Like but she, see, like, she was treating him good. And then he started becoming, like, fanboy for Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. It's like... It's like when you're talking with this girl, and you guys go out to the bar, and she sees that friend from an old time, and she starts talking to him, and you're like, holy shit, well, she she, she hasn't said anything to me in the last 12 minutes. That's over. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what it feels like right now. And so... I don't know. It's weird. I think honorable mention is good. It's kind of it's like Matt Riddle and Lucha House Party is just kind of there. Yeah, I mean honestly though, you think about like your time was good then. I guess it's just almost that last match. Billy Kay, Billy Kay is a shining Purple. star. Purple. Like was the match I, phenomenal? I enjoy it. No, but like Natalia is really good. Tamina honestly kind of portrays the badass big woman better than Nia Jax a lot of the time. It feels like. And Ruby Riot is also quite talented woman in the ring as well, mm-hmm. who's quite underutilized. And then Billy Kay comes out, costs Riot Squad in the match, wearing oh what is it? Nobody's meaner than Tamina shirt. Yeah. With kitty cat ears. Then gets super kicked in the next week. Yeah. Like she she I, I really want her to find a friend. Um but I'm also really content with her not finding a friend and just kinda getting Pushing around by everybody in the women's division. It's a lot more fun than what was happening with Lana. Yeah. Like, it's, it can, you can almost view it as a similar kind of storyline. Except, except for Billy Kay's not going to put through a table every week. Nope. And Billy Kay's just trying to find a friend. And Billy Kay actually can wrestle. Yeah, she actually can. Weird. So, so then we talk about... So we literally have... I guess we can call it one and a half goods for us because I think that's a good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so we had two goods for this week on SmackDown. That's I, just, I honestly didn't enjoy SmackDown that much tonight. No, we should probably figure out what we're kind of doing for a rating rating of this. That could be kind of an interesting we thing, might have right? To think about it, yeah. it doesn't have to be this week kind of thing. But then, yeah, six man tag, really good. And you you hit on Roman Spear for me. Like that was that was a big time beautiful spear. Like how does Edge not choose Roman after that spear? Like that was like put you in the place. I'm the tribal leader. Come take me, Spear versus Spear, because Vince. We knew this in the first place. Why he wanted Goldberg last year? He always wanted the spear versus the spear. Goldberg, who was a powerhouse against Roman, who was the powerhouse. Well, Goldberg's a lot older. We see the difference now. We have Edge. Edge is back, and he's a big name. Being back, 
and just he's Vince is gonna get his spear versus spear. Unless they're doing the right thing. Curveball. They're doing the right thing on SmackDown right now with Edge versus Roman. Should should be doing the right thing. It's planned right now. I don't say more than that. Comes at WrestleMania. Two right. hours before. Changes the entire card. Oh my goodness. The winners. All of a sudden, Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns is the main event on Saturday and Sunday. They're fighting over a different title each day. Yeah. Why not, right? <laughs> COVID. They'll be like, oh, COVID. Oh, there we are. For no reason. COVID. 95% of the roster got COVID. All we have is our top five superstars from each show. They're going to fight each other. All right, there we Twice. go. Twice. <laughs> Winner takes all. Whatever they split, we'll make them wrestle what? again. <laughs> Monday Night Raw, we come back for uh, what's some old WWE pay-per-view that they don't use anymore. Um, um, bad, uh, bad Blood. Bad Blood. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. Alrighty, Bryce. We hit the good. We hit the bad. We went down a couple rabbit holes. We were gonna. I. We honestly thought that we were gonna hit about twenty minutes for like Raw and SmackDown. But those rabbit holes, they get you. Yeah, they get you. They're deep. <laughs> right down. We're finding Alice in Wonderland. I'll tell you what. Hey, they're. Hey, it's fun to explore the rabbit holes. They give you uh, great content. Usually. So we want to wrap this up. Talk about something different a different day, or do you want to make this a little longer special? I think tomorrow. We may well add in a little bit of elimination chamber. We're going to talk about NXT for sure. So stay tuned on to that. We'll get we'll talk about elimination chamber, but for tonight, we're gonna. I'm going to say we're gonna we're gonna peace out. Thank you for stepping into the ring, but it's time to step out. Until next time.